here we are. Once again, I can't, I got the new headphones, it's weird. Once uh, again, ladies and gentlemen. This is bad. What happened? Oh, you can't hear? I'm, yeah, I can't. Can oh, you hear that's now? Be that's better, that's better. Okay. Do you want to just... Alright, and we are back for another episode of Three Beers In. My name is Rob, across from me is Dom. There's no one else here. We're no all alone else. once again. All alone once again. Well, that goes back to to me saying that we are the original yeah, we founders are the and the hosts. Anyone else who comes here that is a guest. That was a hard cut. Do you want me to do it again? No, 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 no. You know, I'm going to... You faded me out. <laughs> That's fucked I up. I had to do that. Wow. Okay, well, we're back. We went on a, a little hiatus last week. Yeah, you claimed to have Because be I had a heart attack. Like, not an actual one, though. Okay, I have a benign heart condition. Everyone has a benign heart uh, condition. <laughs> really? It's benign. What does that mean? It's benign. What's, but it, it's what's a, this it's condition? Con it's called premature atrial contractions. And that was acting up? Which is... Now, let me explain what it is. It's is it a, when your atrium prematurely what, contracts? How did you know that? <laughs> what are you, like, pre-med or something? But what happens is... Um, so some people have... It's not, it's not dangerous. Premature ventricle contractions are dangerous. Those so are bad, yeah. they're called PACs. They're and uh, what, people live with it and, you know, they don't even know it. But for some people that have it, such as myself, you feel your heart stop and start again. And, and like a flutter. It feels extremely awkward and weird. And uh, So you're going to blame your heart condition on not drinking well, beer in the basement with me? Well, what happened was... Um, that morning I woke up and they kept sometimes I'll get like maybe two to three a day where I'll feel my heart stop and then start again which is a very bizarre feeling and I will tell you affirmatively when your heart stops when it's time when it's the end you you're know. gonna you're gonna feel it yeah like oh god <laughs> yeah it's, it's it's fucking weird so um, you know I woke up that morning that Thursday morning and they were coming like two to three a minute uh, and you know when, when that happens it's extremely uncomfortable the first time it ever happened to me, I was at Staples, and I went up to Joe, and I said, Joe, I got to go. He goes, why? I was like, I really think I'm having a heart attack right now. You know, and he goes, I think what he said to me, he looked at me, he goes, all right, go. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I was, you know, the guy, he was really, uh, really good about it. But, um, so it was, it, it was, extre it's extremely uncomfortable when, when it comes like that. So, okay. uh, and it usually, it, I, I, you know, I told you I started drinking tea. So I was you off. think the tea did it? No, I started. I drank like Starbucks three days in a row. Oh, and uh, the dark roast, and the, and it got me. It definitely got me. So, well, you better now. Yeah, it's fine. It, it, it haven't been happening. No stoppages. So I, I went back to the tea again. Oh no! And I'm why is that? Oh no! Uh, I don't like tea. You don't like tea? No, I, don't, I don't. What did you do on our uh, day off from three beers in? Doesn't it feel weird when we don't record though? It do it really does because I got I gotta like figure out what I do for food. What do I do for yeah right? This for a, beer for like, beer especially. <laughs> so now I'm sitting there. Yeah, I'm with, like I don't. I'm not. I'm def We're not on the wagon alcoholics, but uh, I've gotten acclimated to drinking on Thursdays. Yeah, and I really don't want to change that. It's a great routine to yeah. have. You know what's funny? My parents were saying that I'm an alcoholic, and I said I'm absolutely not an alcoholic. Right? So I took one of these surveys. That well, asked, everyone's an alcoholic if you take a survey. Well, no, no, no. Like, well, I mean, it was asking you questions like, do you miss work due to alcohol? And I'm no. like, no. Most of the questions I answered were no. Unfortunately, or actually, fortunately, I happen to be a co-founder and co-host of a beer review show. So I have to drink, doctor, weekly. 
You know? Yeah, that's that's the one question that I I don't know why I'm so well versed in alcoholic quizzes <laughs> as well. But <laughs> what well, is I mean, how many did you take? <laughs> but like a few. It goes like, have you ever drank more than five drinks in one? Like, of course. Who hasn't? Yeah, that's true. Well, they're trying to figure out if you actually binge drink. They ask you how much you drink, how often. I only binge drink. I, well, I don't. I don't know if that's. Well, I mean, by definition, binge drinking is what six, six drinks. In I don't one know. Shot, I think I, or something I, like that. I would always think that I. I was under the honest to god impression that binge drinking was drinking until so quickly and out. heavily until you actually like your body goes. Uh, we're gonna have to stop you now. That's my definition by of passing binge drinking. Out. <laughs> Like, I've never drinking to the point where I've actually become incapacitated. I don't consider a six-pack is binge drinking. That's on the... That's... It's it's close. No. I think if you have four... Four is binge drinking. No, no. I think four is acceptable. Are you having six on your own? You've never had six beers? We've drank... But we're together and we're socializing. Oh, I'm talking about like have you separate... Have yeah, you I've hunkered, done that You've hunkered down yeah. in a, an enclosed area oh, yeah. and just drank... Were you I mean, doing it was, some it, sort it of social activity? It wasn't sad, like a sad drink. Were you like, was like, no, but were you watching like Wheel of Fortune and getting wrecked? Yeah, at 6.30 <laughs> <and> then, <laughs> like who the Like, is that what... If, I think if, you, if you're doing that, you might have a, a little bit of a problem, though. Mm. Like, if you're, if you're just... You got yourself in a... Oh, fuck. What? I forgot to email the guy that's going to give us the music. I keep forgetting to email him. Shit. So we got a guy out of uh, Pennsylvania who uh, makes music for a living... And uh, he he's an old friend of mine. He's made it, and he's gonna give us beats for the show to showcase on our show Get exclusively. Out. Exactly. And um, I mean, it's it's kind of like that hip hop stuff. So maybe we can get some street cred, if yeah. you know what I mean, right? And then we get some crack. Uh, yeah, yeah. I think crack is is like the the alternative drug now, right? Because everybody on Staten Island's doing heroin. Hey, we want to do the opposite. You think crack is no? Then then it's gonna is it gonna be expensive though? Because no, like, I think crack is cheap. It's probably the price has gone down because no one buys it. Yeah, I think it's cheap to begin with. Oh okay, but you think maybe it's at a discount? Oh, now? We can get a super discount. You get yeah. a super discount Absolutely. rate, guys. If you know anywhere we can get some crack, um, just feel free to email us at threebeersin at gmail dot com or uh, just shout us out on Twitter at threebeersin and just say hey. Dirty baby, I got your money and your crack. It's called dirty baby. No, you never heard the hey dirty baby, I got your money, don't you burn? Oh, that's baby, <laughs> baby, I got your money. You never, I know the song. Yeah, okay. So that that happened. All right. So also before we continue the show, uh, the fantasy football playoffs starts tonight. We record on Thursdays and we air it on Friday. We're hoping everyone out there that's in the playoffs or in some sort of consolation or in some sort of way to be in the money. Um, good luck to you. Good luck to you. We hope that it works out for you. And when you're listening to this, uh, either Friday morning or Friday afternoon or Friday night, it's just one or two players, okay? Don't worry about it. You still come back. <laughs> that <laughs> Thursday game fucks with people. Because I got a guy on my bench right now that I... I never I, liked the Thursday games. I don't like them either. I, I, I And I, just for full disclosure, and I'm going to say this right now, I'm going to put this on the subreddit too. The Three Beers In subreddit that is coming out. Um... I am starting Josh Gordon in the playoffs, ladies and gentlemen. And I have no qualms about that. <laughs> Good luck. Yeah, I don't need any luck. I'm going to do just fine. And with that, <laughs> we're going to start the beer review. And this week, uh, to celebrate Christmas, sort of, well, the 
what is it, the winter season? It's Christmas time. Uh, we are drinking uh, Noel by Goose Island Beer Company, operating out of Chicago, Illinois. And they are tw- over 25% owned by InBev, but they do have the Craft Brewer uh, seal. So I do believe that they operate. No, they're, a, they're a member. They're a member. Of the so. American Independent Craft Brewers Association. So that tells me that they do operate independently of <clears throat> InBev, uh, even though that they are... Um, owned by them. Uh, the Brewer Notes here is, uh, in Belgium, Noel beers are released at the end of the year as a special limited release to thank uh, loyal brewery customers for their support throughout the year. Goose Island Noel is an unspiced Belgian-style dark ale with balanced notes of caramelized sugar, toasted bread, black cherry, and dried apricot, all in a warm, deep mahogany body. This beer was brewed to celebrate the past year and to toast the new year to come. From our brewers to you and yours. Cheers and happy holidays. So, um, the style of beer is a Belgian-style uh, dark ale. The ABV is 9.5%. Oh, yeah. Uh, the IBUs is 15. The color is going to be a deep ruby brown. Uh, the hops they're using is a Czech Saz, or Saz, hops. Sats. And the Sats. And the malts. There's a lot of malt in here. So, we got... This is, this is pretty interesting. I never even heard of any of these right here. They got D180 dark candy syrup and evaporated cane juice. That was one. Interesting. Okay. Dingman's pills and Dingman's debittered black. Who's it, Dingman? I've what, heard of Ding, I've heard of Dingman's ferry. So Rob, you already poured it out. Why don't you tell the people what you found there? I don't, I don't think this is a ruby brown at all. This is nearly black. This beer. Yeah, check that out. Really. Um, very little head. Very little carbonation. Um, we're drinking it not super cold, which is recommended. Um, overall, when you smell it, you get that Belgian smell. You get the yeast in there. You get well held up to the light. There is a dark. It is a dark ruby brown. You hold up. The light. Okay, but yeah, you gotta hold up the light. Who, who, who does that? In the picture, it is. <laughs> <laughs> what do you smell? Because I got cherries immediately. I got cherries. The I get, second I, I got it, it on the smells nose. like candy to me. It smells like caramel. It smells like there's yeast. a deep caramel in there. There's a deep caramel, and I got and it's a little tiny smokiness to it. Not see. much. I smell. Cher- I, would I actually, smell I would go like more burned something. Burnt well, something. Car- car- caramelized, caramelized something. sugar. Yeah, but this is gonna be good already. I'm really getting the cherries in there. There's a sweetness that's. I, I know I'm can, gonna like this no matter what. No, you definitely will. So why don't you have a sip? Uh, I'm. I, I do agree, Rob. There's not much of a head on here. It's a very paper thin. Um, it's got a very high alcohol content, so we're gonna see. It's if strong. It's, did it, you not masking the alcohol very no, well? No, you could taste it. This is strong. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, it like burns a little bit. It's it's cool. I like it. What do you taste? Mostly alcohol. <laughs> to be honest with you, it's. I, I really like it too. Wow. There is... Oh, that is really good. On the back end is where you get the cherries. They're not up front. Yeah, they hit you a little bit. They're in the back, and they're very, very subtle. Oh, there is such a nice... There's a pleasant sweetness there. I get the toasted bread like they said. And then you get the warmth. I'm not getting much apricot. It is very boozy. I mean, it's burning. It's (laughs) it's burning. This is a good beer. Yeah. Yeah. That's a solid one. Um, this isn't the best Belgian I've ever had, though. It's definitely not the best Belgian I've ever had. But it's good, nonetheless. What kind of flavors do you get in there? That's the thing. It's really not much. It's just like, you know, you get the, the strong yeast, you get the, the caramel, you get the... Slightly bitter. Little apples. It, little... It's it's very minorly bitter. The, the Belgian yeast comes through hard, yeah. in my opinion. Like, it's, it's very forward. 
Um, the alcohol is not muted to me at all. I mean, really and truly. No, it's not. It's just, it's it's right it's there. there. It's in your face. I do feel, however, that some of the flavors here are just slightly muted a little bit. Like, I don't think it's very powerful of a beer. You know what I mean? In terms of flavor. It's now very that you're saying that, subtle. I am kind of realizing that it could be, yeah. it could, there could be more going on. I'm not getting a lot of the dark fruits that we're talking about. No. I'm not. I'm not touching the the the. I'm not getting the um, what do you call it? The apricot at all, or no. apricot, however the fuck you say it. I mean, there's a there's a strong alcohol aroma, and there's a strong alcohol flavor. Uh, there's a nice heat at the back end of this that I really like, which is good considering how cold it is out right like out right now. So yeah, it, it does. It'll, it'll warm you up. It has a good punch to it. Um, it doesn't taste as sweet as it smells. In my opinion, it's pretty muted in that in that sense mm. of of the word, but it's still good. I mean, this is the best Goose Island beer I've ever had. Oh no, it's uh, yeah, because they don't. A lot of their stuff is really like me. I like their, their the honker I, ale. The honker ale. Yeah. I like their what is it? Their their ballpark IPA. I think it is called or something. Yeah, I, I don't. Really, I'm not really a huge fan of them. But it's this... not. It's not as it's okay. So when. To me, I think when I'm looking for a Belgian, I'm looking for a lot of complexity. Okay, that's what you're expecting when you when you pick I up a Belgian. I want a powerful, you know, tasty Compl- beer. You want complexity. Yeah. You know, you want to you want to be like, oh, I taste this. I taste this dark fruit. I taste that Belgian yeast. You know, you know, you, you go on that roller coaster of complex flavors. Exactly. And I don't think this really hits that. I don't think it knocks it out of the park when it turns to that. Now, you did say you always wanted to have a beer that was all malt and less hops. Yeah. I think you're really getting it here because they didn't really add too much of a hop characteristic. I know, but like when you... were very heavy on the malt. But when you listen to like the ingredients they added, they, they, didn't, they added like extracts. Mm. You know, they had like corn syrup pretty much in a different way. They just added sugar. They didn't add like... Yeah, I think this is a very lazy Belgian. That's how I'm, I'm going to call it's it... It's a discount Belgian. Okay, I'm going to call it a tasty, lazy Belgian. That's what I would call it. I mean, it's not terrible, but... If I'm going to be paying the price of that burn in alcohol, I want some more complex flavors. Yeah, I don't mind an alcohol burn, but I do want... I want to... If I'm going to pay that price, I'm going to want something for it. The more I'm drinking this, the less I'm tasting. Yeah, it's just... It's, it becomes extremely muted after a while. And upstairs, you were drinking a, uh, a Czech-style uh, bro- ale, right? The Brocheck. Yeah. And I was drinking a Hefeweizen. So... We were coming from two different worlds there. You were having a very dark beer that had a smoky characteristic to it. Actually, I believe that that, that was it a lager? It was an ale, right? It was a dark uh, ale. A dark lager, I think it was. I think it had more flavor than this does. It did. No, it totally did. This you know? does not have any flavor. Ooh, burps. Let me try a baby sip, a three beers in patented baby sip. A good idea. Did you banana, get any there? banana. <laughs> did you get... A lot of banana. And bright, I uh, got pear. So the fruit's there. But it's just it's it's not presented very well. I oh, got it tastes ban- a little bit like schnapps. I got like a banana and a pear <laughs> flavor. So that's uh, Goose Island's uh, Noel. Uh, it's it's a light. I, I've we've said Belgian light before, but I, I call this a lazy Belgian. I call it a lazy Belgian because it, there's there's not much of a of a of a journey we're that's going. That's definitely on here. a good way to describe it. It's... So Rob, you, uh, I'm going to give you my rating first, okay? Because uh, sometimes you get upset that uh, I don't. <laughs> I'll give the rating. I first. get very upset. So, in terms of a winter beer, uh, I think it's pretty good. In terms of stacking up against some Belgians, now Belgian competition is pretty rough. I mean, especially because a lot of craft breweries don't 
go too deep into the Belgians. It's usually there's a few people who just make them and they make them really good. Yeah, and other people Bel- don't even try. They're from Belgium, and then Omegang, of <laughs> course, <laughs> they're Belgians. They're Belgians, and Omegang uh, being owned by Duvel, a percentage of them being owned by Duvel, they get they get some exclusive stuff from a legit Belgian company, and they yeah. make excellent Belgian beers for it. So I do think there is some sort of mastery that the Belgians have when it comes to their uh, their ales and stuff that it's hard to it's hard to catch, but. Um, that being said that being said uh, stacked up against those I'm going to give this a 5.5 stacked up that's, against that's Belgians a lot lower than I thought you were going to get stacked up against Belgians it's a 5.5 it's very lazy um, it's it's they just they just hit you with a little Belgian yeast and alcohol burn that, that's it because other than that there's there's really when I get into a Belgian I want to be like this is like a fine uh-huh. wine type situation okay you know I think it's a treat when I have a Belgian beer so, I would take any other Belgian over this. Any other Belgian that I've ever had. I would have enough. I'll Chimay, agree with you there. Have Chimay over this. I, I'll Chimay agree, Blue. I'll, I'll, take that. I'll agree with you in that. In that sense, this is not the best Belgian. It's probably probably the worst. It's probably yeah, the but worst. But the Belgian. worst is a, is a really dis- mean thing. To Some do. one one of them has to be the worst. I know. I mean, at least that it's still I have good. had. That's my thing. You've had a, a significant more Belgian beer than I've had. Like I don't grab those. You yeah, grab those. I always grab them. You okay, should. so. For me, you know, out of the Belgians that I've sampled, that I've tasted and mm-hmm. had, this is one of the one of the lesser ones. It's one of the worst ones that I just. Uh, I'm okay. not saying it's bad. I said 5.5. 5. You've you given zeros. Over. You've given zeros. I've given zero. 5.5 5 out of 10 is just it's not average. Yeah. It's just, just. It's not. I'm not criticizing. No, no. I'm just saying. Score, I'm just saying. No, I mean, I, that's a very I, I was, low score. I was expecting I a higher yeah, score. I usually don't give a very low score like that. But I'm just saying, like, in terms of a, a Belgian beer, is an art. It's an art form. To okay. Be. So, I understand what you're saying. Yeah, so I, um, that's why I give it that rating. For me, I mean, you know, I have tried a lot of Belgians. I really, it's my favorite style of beer. Yeah. And, you know, I was really excited when I saw this because, you know. Great presentation. Del- yeah, good presentation. You know? I'm familiar with the brand. I like the I like the name. It's like a holograph, like, presentation. Yeah, it's really nice looking. Smooth labeling. And like. even pouring it, it looked really nice. Um, yeah. Tasting it, it, it leaves a lot to be desired. It's it is it's a little on the weak side, not like alcohol wise, but flavor wise, there's really nothing going on. And the nose is deceptive. It smells much better. It smells very flavorful. Than it tastes. But at the same time, it's good, and I would drink more of them. That's the thing. That's why I can't give it a five or a five and a half because I would definitely order this again. I would definitely drink more of them. Okay, but if they're over three philosophers. Well, no, I'm, yeah, I, I'm just over in that sense. No, I wouldn't order again. But if it was like this or anything else, like Budweiser, I mean, obviously, <laughs> I don't know. I, I would. I'm going to give it a little bit better. I'll give it a seven because it's definitely not the worst beer I've ever had, and it, this is even up there on the beers we've had on the show. I've like. Would you would you order this over a Celebrator <clears throat> at like Nuremberg on draft? Celebrator? Yeah. Maybe. That's, I, don't, I don't believe you. I don't think you know what beer I'm talking about. What, what is Celebrator? I don't know what beer you're talking about. The one with the goat on it. Eyinger. That's Celebrator? Yeah. Ooh, I would order that. Yeah. Because, ah, oh, damn it. Jesus, Because I love I love the goat, that's why. But And the beer. And the beer. But what rating do you give it? How about seven. That? You give it a seven? I'm giving it a seven. That's pretty high. Mm. I think you. I I thought you were going to go to six and a half, but I mean, seven I was is not bo- too far I was borderline between six and seven. I decided seven because, despite everything, it's still good to me. I like it. It could be better for sure, but you know, it is what it is. What if you, you see it, if you brought this to a party 
for Christmas, no one's gonna complain. No, 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 no. Well, no one's gonna complain anyway. But like, if you showed up with this, it'd be like, hey, I got this. People be like, oh wow, you know. Oh, thanks for the beer, Rob. Good thinking. I love the bottle. So it's the bottle's really nice. Other than that, though, the beer I think is just pretty average. It is. And that brings us below the the suds threshold, which is for the first time in a long time. Because are you tired? I got a little yawn coming in. You got a baby yawn. Oh, you got a yawn too. What do you mean? (laughs) Rob's got a girlfriend. Everybody. (laughs) I I thought you weren't going to say it. No, I'm going to say it uh, because it has to be said. And this is our way of actually gauging who listens. Yeah, this is actually a good way to test it. Yeah. Okay. So, which of our friends listens to the show? I'm gonna. Rob has a girlfriend. Her name is Aaron. 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 Her name is Aaron. Is that with a a U? Yeah, it's. A, <laughs> how would you spell it with a U? Here come from Tell us a little fun fact about Aaron. She's from Australia. Aaron's Australian. Okay. Tell me this guy didn't hit the jackpot. Okay. He gets a brand spanking new girlfriend for the holidays. Yep. Okay. And she comes from a land down. The, know, the, she's still impressive. got the tag on. And <laughs> and let me let me tell you something. No, she's gonna listen to the show, and then that's it. I, I want to know what what how awesome is it to have a gal friend that has an Australian accent? It's really cool. I, I, I love the like, accent. You feel like you're you're watching like Globe Trekker or something, or like some sort of like PBS. It's just fun because you don't like realize documentary. how they make up all these different words, just like like wrong. like dingbat. Right? Did she ever say that? I've one? been called a dingbat by my father, <laughs> like, and he wasn't Australian. Do you have an example of a? Of a of they a have word? words for everything that make no sense at all. Really? So yeah. Did it, she? So she she survived Australia and came to the states. She's still alive, yeah. Because as you know, there's poisonous snakes everywhere and spiders you, and jellyfish. You, basically, Australia. It's trying to, to kill you. To an American like me, okay, who's born and raised in America. Australia is as close as you could in real life get to Jumanji. Yeah. Am I wrong? Well, it's not a jungle, but yeah. It's not a jungle, but everything's trying to kill you. Everything is trying There's to kill giant you. giant animals. Does she, did she ever have to shoot a wallaby? What's a wallaby? Why would you kill a wallaby? I don't know. What's it's a, a tiny kangaroo. Why would you kill... Okay, I'm sorry. I thought I... I, I, I did I mean a... She was telling me like... Um, a coyote? No, in like their, at their house. Yeah. They have to have like shovels all over the place. In case they run into a snake. A snake? Yeah. Did you ever tell by the time you grabbed a garden snake no, in my never backyard? Did. I never told her that story. So wait a minute. They have just... They have weapons They have snake shells. Yeah, they have to fortify they, the yard. They have just stashes of... Because if you find one, you gotta, you gotta bash it. Has she ever been bitten by a snake? No. Has she ever been in any danger? Yeah. From an animal? There's dangerous snakes all over the place. The only thing I know about Australia is like two things. What? Finding Nemo. I was Australia, yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, they got that opera house. Okay, three things. They got the opera house. And Gary the Goat. Yeah, who died. Who passed away, sadly. tragically died. Come on, I guess. No, uh, uh, <clears throat> I, I really love that goat. I, I always felt Australia was just one big flat land. No hills. Oh, Mad Max. I thought the same thing. Mad Max was in Australia. Yeah. The first one. Not the Thunderdome. Thunderdome was in Australia? I don't think. How it was did Mad Max leave Australia? By motorboat. <laughs> Took a boat. Duh. <laughs> to where? <laughs> I want to have. I want Aaron to come on the show and try to make contact with Inconsolables. She the, would probably the, the Australian podcast, our Australian sister podcast. 
that I actually still listen we're to. A bit, we're a bit estranged right now from from that yeah, podcast. We tried to <laughs> we tried to Twitter like them in anymore. for for like E three like a couple of years ago, and they were like, "Well, we know people that maybe you could." That was my Australian. That was good accent. So, Aaron, you have an open invitation. I hope she can maybe come before Christmas because I don't think she can come before Christmas. I just no. Why not? Because that's next week. Christmas is the next one. Or the week after. I don't know. I, I, I don't know. We'll see. She I might. Want, she would I, probably should come on the show. Because, you know, I think it would be pretty cool. I think it would boost our ratings if we had a bit of an Australian accent yeah, on here. Yeah, we could spice it up a little bit. You know? Bit. Put a shrimp on the Barbie. If we can get it to They say don't that. say that. I found that out the hard way. I, the hard way? <laughs> they don't way? say shrimp on the Barbie. They don't, say, like? they don't even say shrimp. What do they call it? They call them prawns. Put another... <laughs> wait, I went... I went... <laughs> that was wait. That was that was definitely that was Cockney. It yeah, wasn't even you, Australian. You, I always I, when I try to do it, put another shrimp on the barbie. See, I always turn into a British guy when I try to do the Australian. No, accent. whenever you try to do any accent, well, it goes into you southern. Become, no, you go into you, for a long stretch. For I mean a very long stretch, you would go into pirate. No. Yes, you would. No, I wouldn't. Yes, you. I'm telling give you. Give me an example of me going to pirate. Uh, well, well, give me a sentence that's accent. that you want me to say in like accent. Irish. Say like you know I, I didn't steal the car. <laughs> You'd be like, oh no, I didn't steal the car. Yarr. It I, was I, me. I might have did that. <laughs> I did <laughs> steal the car. Yar, oh, I stole the car there. And what are you going to do about it? Okay. <laughs> and you would pull out a sword, a cutlass, <laughs> like actual cutlass, would appear, <laughs> which was just very, which was very frightening to me. Um, um, but uh, speaking of Christmas, yep. so she'll be. Hopefully she can come uh, before Christmas. But here's here's the question of three beers in that was uh, presented by uh, a good friend of the show named Justin uh, from Harlem. And Justin from Harlem asked, when did Christmas start to be less fun? Oh, I can answer that question. When? Do you when remember? I, when I started having to buy gifts for people. Okay, it started when bu- gifts had to be bought. Yeah. That's when it started. And don't get me wrong, I love giving gifts. Yeah. But... When did it lose the allure? Because I stopped getting gifts. Oh, God. You know, like... I'm so sorry. It's, like, not the same. Because I give really good Christmas presents. You did get me a uh, Black Hawk Down book once. I got you that. I got you a, a Tim Howard shoe. That, was a, that wasn't a Christmas gift, but it was still a very good gift. You do give really good gifts. I do. And I, I you know, I'm in a position where I, I just... I'm broke, so You're I the can't. worst gift giver in the world. I'm not a bad You've gift You've never giver, gotten me a birthday present in my life. I don't know when your birthday is. <laughs> it doesn't matter. <laughs> I mean, it doesn't matter. I don't. I don't even know when your. I don't know is. when your birthday. I just wait till everyone else says happy birthday, and I'm like, yeah, oh, there your it birthday's is. in May. Yeah, May eighth, sixteen. All right, double it, <laughs> double it, and then you got. <laughs> I was close. But I would. No, I got you a very good birthday gift once. What? Was it the the Tim Tebow book? No, that was Christmas. Oh, that was Christmas. No, I remember I got you a good birthday gift once because you said it was awesome, or did you lie? I don't recall. I got you a pretty good gift once. I don't remember what it was. Well, regardless. You got me a Nazi fork. You love that fork. I loved how light that it fork was. It was memorabilia. Okay, full disclosure, no anti-Semitism on this show. Jerusalem we is the capital. We love World War II. We're big World War II buffs. And, you know, you go on eBay, there's plenty of... Vermont. I got you last year, I got you a clicker. The, he I did, got you the cricket. He went... He went he went Axis the first time, <laughs> and then switched to the Allies yeah. by giving me the, uh, the the clicker cricket, which is really loud. 
It is. I remember. Didn't I bring you an M1 Garand clip? You did. Yeah. But you stole that from a gun range. It was very, very... They, they and you didn't even let me keep it. <laughs> you took it back. You just you came to my house and said, hey, drop this on the floor. And then you're like, all right, see ya. <laughs> it's a very distinctive noise. Yeah, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to give you that for Christmas. <laughs> you got to find it first. I got to find it and I'm going to give it to you for Christmas. How about that? No, I think, I think Christmas started becoming less fun in stages. I think the first stage is, okay, when Santa's not real anymore. That that's All right, if I can answer seriously, it's yeah. that's pretty devastating. You know, to the young imagination. Let me ask you. Yeah. As I sidebar this question, when did you when you found out Santa Claus wasn't real? By the yeah. way, Santa Claus is not real. Oh God! Spoiler alert. Um. Yeah. Did you pretend to that he was real for like a year? No. To your parents, because I did. What do you mean pretend? Like I knew he wasn't real, but I kept pretending he was real. Oh, the jig was up, but you just kept the gag Yeah, because I, I didn't want to be like, yeah, I know he's not real. To protect them or something? No, it's not that, because my, my brother was there. Oh, okay, and he's And, like, younger. he believed, he's younger, and at the same time, like, I, I think in the back of my head, I probably thought that, hey, if I think he's not real, I'm not going to get any presents. That's actually, that's, I don't know if that's genius or <laughs> like, just pure evil. It's probably both. It's like that's like one of that's one of the best and absolute worst things I've ever heard in my entire life. I'm not lying. I mean, to think you. of it like as a, a like, sinister as like a nine year old, ten year old kid. Like, and then we wondered why Vin would set fire to a house. He lit the house on fire. He lit a house on fire, and like, but he was like 15 years old. Oh, that is different. But that that's pretty that's pretty weird that you would. Have, I wouldn't even think to have that thought. What. That uh, I never get any presents. No more presents. No. That's exactly what I sounded too. I will not get any more. <laughs> you sounded like Truman Capote mixed with like the Pinky in the Brain. <laughs> what? It's Pinky the Brain, right? The Brain is the the Brain. Give me a mixture of the Brain and Truman <laughs> I Capote. It. And I will not give it. No. <laughs> You have to talk. You're not saying words. Oh, okay. Wait. Give me a sentence to do Truman Capote and the brain. If I would not get any more presents, if okay. I told them. <clears throat> well, first you have to go into Capote. Okay. Which is like mm. <laughs> when I need my and um. All right, that's Capote. I would not get any more presents. <laughs> <laughs> it's kind of impossible. No, the brain was more like, and then Pinky, we were, we were to go yeah, over the he, world. Yeah. But how do you capote that? Because you have to, you have to like, f- you have to like fill in the the, the gap with mirrors with in the in the back of the uh, the back of the mouth with like a <laughs> to do brain, where he's like, no, no oh, this Pinky, is the dumbest thing in the world. All right, well, you know what. Uh, ladies and gentlemen of the audience who who actually still listen, we haven't even looked at the numbers in a month, and they've gone up, which is just absolutely preposterous. So yeah, I'm not sure what's going on. So there. the people that do listen, if you could if you could create a voice note and send it to our email of you doing a combination of Truman Capote and the brain of Pinky and the Brain saying, "I will not get presents if they know I don't believe in Santa." We're going to give you um, free beer. That's it. We'll give you free beer. We have it right over here. There we go. We'll, we'll send it to you. So, if you're able to pull that off, you get free beer, and that's that. Um, 
So they, yeah, Christmas started getting less fun when you when I when when you had to buy gifts. And the thing is, I'm not I'm not good at buying gifts at all. I am so bad at remembering dates and and like buying gifts. I bought you very good gifts. <laughs> um, like I have to rely on people around me to do it, you know, to make the list. Because you know, it's not that I don't enjoy it. It's just that when when would I ever? I don't. I'm, oh God, careful! Excuse me. Like. You know, there are people around me that enjoy it a lot more than I do, and then they just do it. And so you allow them it. to do it for their own joy. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I do. I, I help wrap them. I help wrap oh, them. I don't, I don't like to wrap the gifts. I'm not good at it by any way whatsoever, by any way, shape, or form. But um, Christmas definitely got, like, did you do all your Christmas shopping? Do you make a list? No. Do you check it twice? I have a list of people I need to get a gift for in my head. Did you get me a gift? No, not yet. Don't, don't. I don't really. Have, I don't have any money. Good. I am so broke it's right now. One less thing. You don't even understand. Like we are, we're, we really have to tighten that belt to pay for this wedding, boy. You're strapped. Yeah, I'm relying on it. It's the first time I'm ever actually relying on a tax return. But <laughs> needless to say, um, I, this question popped into my head today. Right. Mm-hmm. So you know how people wear winter hats and they have like the the ball on the top with yeah. the fur, right? What. Why was Santa's hat like that? Why not? No, I mean, like, what's the pur- I'm the thinking poofy ball? Yeah, I'm thinking there's a purpose of a poofy ball. Why is it, though, like, hanging to the side? Well, what what would you have it do? <laughs> I'm just thinking, I'm just saying, like, you see the pictures. There's yeah. things hanging to the side. Why would you even n- put extra knitting material? Because I'm thinking Santa's back in the day, right? Santa's back when times were tough. You had to fabric was scarce. You had to till the soil. You know, you had to <laughs> okay. get a harvest for winter. You know, so y- you're making clothes, and you're like, let me just make useless fucking <laughs> part of this hat for the fuck of it. Like I highly, uh... like I just think that's absolutely because there's no purpose to it. Is there? The only thing that I thought of was, I think, in, like, olden... What are you going to do? you going to put that well, on your head? Well, think of it this way. Okay. If you're knitting something, right? Yeah. I, I, listen, I can't follow, because I've never actually knitted like, something. If you make it this like a cone, Yeah. it's only one seam. This like, if you too... wanted to do, like, a full hat, it's like... Maybe that's why. So you maybe it's just easier to make. It's faster to make. It's just faster to make. Yeah, I don't maybe know why, why the poofy. The I don't understand the poofy it? ball. You know what I thought of? What? And because if you ever see like older pictures of Santa, mm-hmm. it's extremely long. Okay, that's even worse. I think you could you would wrap it around your neck as a scarf, a head and scarf. Uh, yeah. Why not? You have all that extra material. Your neck is cold. Why wouldn't you? Why wouldn't you wrap that shit around and have yourself a motherfucking scarf? How come he never Santa? has the scarf on? Because scarves don't look good in like, you know, portraits. In portraits of of Santa Claus, and stuff like that. You know what I mean? Now you got me thinking. Like, why is Santa? Why don't you Santa pause now? it real quick? Pause it real quick and look it up. Real quick, just pause it. They won't even know. Okay, so I couldn't find anything. You failed. The I beef. failed. Um, we sat here for a long time too. Yeah, this is. Did you, but you didn't Google what I said later. to Google. What I, said, I, I googled why is Santa's hat this way? I said Google history of Santa's hat. History. There is it. no history of it. It's one hat. Yeah, but <laughs> it's changed over time. They said it might be like a ancient pagan bullshit thing. I don't know. Ancient pagan bullshit hat. Yeah. But how does I don't understand how the hat becomes a pagan? Because they had hats um, back then. <laughs> Give me another beer. The pagans had hats back then. Where's the beer? 
Oh, it's, uh, it's all the way on the outside. Oh, God, you left it out there? Yeah, I wanted it to get cold. All right, so we, should we do a bathroom break now, or, or it's too early? Uh, You got anything to talk about left? Um, no? Nah, it sounds, all right, we're going to go to a bathroom break. We'll be right back. Boo, boo. Alright, ladies and gentlemen, welcome back from the bathroom break. Rob and I did not go to the bathroom this time because we are looking at the lay of the land of our studio down here to get things ready for a live YouTube stream that's going to be coming early 2018. Let me ask you guys a question. Are you having a party or a holiday gathering? Well, why don't you go in and let the beverage specialist guide you through your ordering process? Hand-selecting the perfect craft beers, ciders, imported and domestic beers and ales and a wide variety of soda beverages down at our favorite place to go to, Beverage Island. Beverage Island is located at 1784 Richmond Terrace right here in good, good old Staten Island, New York. (laughs) Okay, you can contact them at 718-690-7414, Monday through Wednesday, 10 to 7, Thursday to Saturday, 9 to 8, and Sunday, 11 to 5. Let me tell you something right now. This holiday, you can give the gift of better brew. You go down to Beverage Island. They have some serious craft beer baskets from around the world. They're really, really awesome. They're just The presentation alone is I've never so seen fantastic. a selection like this. I say it every week. Selection's awesome. They're featuring some, some breweries called Evil Twin, uh, Single Cut, Gigantic, uh, Oxim, Yingling. Just, just to name a few, Westbrook. I mean, everything you could really think about, it's down there right now. And uh, they have the largest craft beer selection from beers around the world on Staten Island. Over 600 unique craft 600. beers. Okay, And if it's not inside of a sealed box, you can pop just one can of whatever you want. I had four different beers last week. Dom selected. Dom from Beverage Island, of course, selected yeah. and said, you should try these. And let me tell you, they were fantastic. Not to mention, for the cider lovers out there this holiday season, you heard it first. Saturday, December 16th, head on in to Beverage Island for Austin East Ciders tasting, okay? You could try Austin East Ciders Original Dry Texas Honey, Hot Pineapple, and Blood Orange Ciders for free from 3 to 5, okay, at Beverage Island. And if you can, it'd be really appreciated. Just RSVP through Eventbrite, which is in the link on the description of Beverage Island's um, Instagram page. Uh, it's just it's just for them to, uh, you know... They want to get a head count. want to get a little bit of a head count. Beverage Island is really just one of the best places, and we want to thank them for for just uh, letting us put our business cards out there, being friends to us in the beer community, and we give back by letting everyone that listens to Three Beers In to know about this place. And don't forget, you can also contact us, threebeersin at gmail.com, and you can also contact us at Three Beers In. That's two ends at the end on our Twitter. And we're, we try to be a little active with the Twitter. I, I put something out this morning. I'm gonna maybe just I'm gonna just start tweeting stream. Tweet of con- I'm gonna start tweeting stream of consciousness out there on our Twitter. Do it. But um, you know, don't forget to remember John because I think I'm gonna go there to grab something for New Year's Eve for the New Year's Eve party we're having over at Vin's house. It's gonna be a great time. And um, don't forget to say the three beers in sent you. Speaking of holiday parties, Rob. Yeah. I had one today. 
A work one? At, yeah, on a Thursday. Was, yeah, on a Thursday. It was. It, yeah. it, it, well, to, well, hold on. This is actually really awesome for me. So it, it, it was like a potluck type thing. So everybody brought in some different foods. Hang on, let me pour this. <clears> second. You made no noise. It was a very quiet pour. I, I've never, I've never done something like that. Oh. Um, I had. Uh, I brought Velveeta cheese and salsa, which you had a little bit of it because I brought it home. And uh, you know, I had uh, some people brought a lot of rice. Some guy. Literally went, I'm bringing mashed potatoes. <laughs> and, like, they wrote it down. And that's it. <laughs> so what happened was we had a meeting last week about what people were going to bring, right? So one lady's like, I'm going to bring oxtails, Jamaican lady, right? Uh, one other person's like, I'm bringing rice and beans. And the other person was saying, I'm bringing rice and peas. What a rice totally and blank. Right, what? What a rice and blank. Yeah, there's a lot of different rices, there. right? So I'm bringing, like, someone brought barbecue chicken. Another person brought another thing, blah, blah, blah. So we're going around the table, right? And it gets up to this 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 guy Joe, and they're like, "What are you bringing?" Joe he goes, "Oh, I'm gonna bring mashed potatoes." And everyone just kind of looked at him for a second, and he's like, "What? What? I'm gonna make them and stuff." And I was like, "Yeah, out of a box." No, this guy fucking brought it. Okay, were they loaded? They were no, they weren't loaded with like uh. cheese or anything like that. But they was like, they were mashed potatoes, but they had like little chunks of potato in it. They were like half mashed. They were like. They were like a quarter mash. Oh, I like that. Okay, so there was little chunks, and I was... And what I like more, like, if you leave the skin on, like, with the, the red... The skin potato. was on. The skin oh, was on. Oh, that's good. Okay, so, so I mean, because I helped him, like, heat it up, so, like, I was just like, dude, this looks really good. I can't wait to get into it. He, I think he added a hint of garlic in there, and he said... I said, how much butter did you use to make this? He goes, oh, about two sticks. That's good. And I'm like, dude, you did fucking great. I had two scoops, okay, two scoops of that... Um, uh, mashed potatoes, but then it got to me. Now the whole you know unit department is looking at me, and I'm just like, "Were you put on the spot?" I was put on. Everyone's looking at me. I had no idea. Everyone's looking at me, and I just looked at everybody, and I said, "All right, I'm going to throw this out there. You don't like it? You just let me know right now." What about a White Castle mashed crave? Potatoes. No, I said, "What about?" <laughs> I should have. I said, "What about a White Castle's crave crate?" <laughs> And everyone was like, no. Everyone instantly <laughs> just said no. They shut you down. They just shut me down instantly. I'm like, are you serious? And I was like, you know what? So come. the crave case was I said, thrown I, away. I said, come back to me. So the next guy goes fucking like macaroni salad. You know, they're going down the line. Some guy's You're like, running out of ideas Some here. guy goes, I'm going to bring juice. Another person goes, I'm going to bring utensils. You know, it's just going down the line. Oh, you could have said plates. I know. I could have done it. I was like, I'm going to bring napkins. I'm like, oh, God, I'm losing everything. They come right back to me because I'm the last one again. And I was like, I want everyone. <laughs> this is what I actually said. It was pretty funny. I said, I want everyone to just take a moment and think about the joy that a Crave Crate would bring <laughs> everyone in this room. You tried right again. Right? And a couple of people like laughed. There's some serious people in that room, but I don't really give a fuck. I'm just going to say what I want to say. So a couple of people laughed at it, and a couple of people were like, no. And I was just like, and they were like, no, no, no Crave Crate. What what can you bring? And I'm like, you know what? I'm going to let me go think about it. I'm going to pray over it, and I'm going to like think about what I'm going to bring. So... For a couple of days, I was trying. It to It took be, you days to figure out what to bring. For a couple of days, I was trying to be like a whip. I was trying to lobby. You said like chicken. No, nah, no, nah, man. I was trying to lobby for the crave crate. So I was going around. You sent an emails I, around. Yeah, like no, a, I was actually subject crave case. Yeah, I was walking around and I was like, "Hey, man, have you ever had a white castle burger?" And they're like, "No, I never had one. I'm like, it's fucking delicious. You might want to get one." And they're like, "All right, I'll try it." And I was like, "All right, that's one for a crave crate." So I'm getting. I got about like six yeses for a crave crate. And then the lady who was like, kind of like writing down all the orders, she came up to me and like, she's like, "All right, what are you bringing?" I'm like, "I've been lobbying hard for a crave crate." 
And I got yeses. And she goes, how many? I'm like, I got at least five. And she starts starting, she goes down the line and starts interrogating people if they said yes to a Crave Crate. And I'm like, don't you do that to my constituents, okay? If they want a Crave Crate, they don't have to tell you, all right? I just know people want Crave Crate. And they're like, no. she's like, no, what are you bringing? I was like, uh, I got something. I'll bring something. I brought Velveeta fucking cheese. You brought dip. Okay, I melted it, put with, salsa with chips, in it. With chips. And I brought the chips, so... Some people had it. Some people didn't. I didn't give a fuck. There's a lot left right. over. There was so much left over. There was so much left over. But it was cheap. Velveeta cheese is like 50 cents. The fucking Was it the block or the jar? The block. It was the block. Yeah. It's like, it's, it's, you know, if food is that cheap, you know something's not right. It's not food. It's just it's chemical. Well, that's like, uh, like, okay, you ever, when you go to like the uh, deli. Mm-hmm. Delicatessen, whatever you, whatever you want to call it, you could call it to that. get your cold cuts. Yeah, you ever get Land of Lake cheese? It's the best cheese. It's not cheese. It doesn't matter. It's still good. But I'm just telling you, it's not cheese. What is it? It says on there, made from cheese products. Yeah, but all American cheese. Says no, that. Boar's yeah. Head don't. Yes, it does. No, it doesn't. Read it. I will. I will cut you. It says pasteurized cheese product. Pasteurized cheese product. Product. No, this says made from cheese products. It's not even its own cheese product? Yeah, it's just, it's, what eh, is it? Whatever. It's not cheese. It's still delicious. Boar's Head Cheese. What, did you read the label of Boar's Head Cheese? Yes. When? Like, where were you? Did you say... I was in the deli. Attendant! <laughs> Bring the cheese Bring forward. Bring the block! <laughs> <laughs> sure, you coughed right on the cheese. <laughs> <laughs> away with it! <laughs> Take it away. <laughs> Take it away. Uh, I don't want it now, it's tainted. Bring me the Land of Lakes. Bring me the <laughs> No. I mm. mean, we had a potluck once at my job yeah. last year because there was a big fight that happened in my office. Oh, my God. Well, who like, the boss like, took away everyone's parking spots. What the fuck? So the union um, decided, yeah, no Christmas party. Like, I don't know why we got punished. Well, wait a minute. What, what do you mean took away the parking spots? It's like some guy parked in the intersection oh. by my building and, like, one of the residents complained because oh. they're all rich people. Oh, okay. and like she, her, her, uh, her response to that was, "Well, no one gets to park now." Well, that's a pretty dumb response. Who was the dick who parked in the intersection? He was some some dude. who was I don't know, I don't know his name, but um, okay. Well, but the response was the union decided to not have a Christmas party. <laughs> like I can't understand that. No, I don't get that. What is it doesn't the, make any sense. You, like who gets been, punished for that? You've been punished. So we had to do a, a, a in the office one, and it was oh. a potluck. But I just—they just gave me the option of bring, giving money instead of bringing something, so I just but, gave money. Where'd that go? To stuff. I don't know. But okay. Was I don't good care. Food. It was five bucks, and oh, I was right. and I was absolved from bringing food, That's so it point. was good. But the, the cool thing about this is we had our luncheon today, which meant um, from what was it? From like twelve? Uh, no, no. From from like eleven forty-five to like two. Yeah. Didn't do shit. Which and then you great. had to go back to work. And then you had to go back to work. Eey. But it was it was great because there's a that big, was lame. No, because the big chunk of your day's gone. You know, you get back. But how do you like? like so what happens? Someone says like, "All right, back to work, two forty-five. Well, no, you clean up and you just you kind of go do what you got to do. We got to go like, home after ours. No, nah, we didn't get to. We don't get to do. And that. then we had one uh, on last Friday. It was a real Christmas party again. I want like a real. It was good. It was at a place and there was drinks and I got some people drunk. It was really fun. I, that's what I want. I want to like because you always heard of like Christmas parties where it, it went wasn't down. As, it wasn't as raunchy as I ex- wanted it to be. Okay, I wanted some well, raunch. Well, I'm just saying. I I think olden Christmas parties 
Oh yeah, like is where like it went in the eighties. Like you remember like um, in Scrooged. What was the, what was the movie? Was it Trading Places? Where where they're on the? It was Eddie Murphy mm. and. That's trading places. Uh, they're on the. Tra- There's a fucking monkey. Okay. <laughs> the There's gorilla. a gorilla that breaks out. You know. Well, that was New Year's on the train. Okay, but it was a holiday. Yeah. Well, they had a Christmas party too. They had a Christmas party, but um, like that's where shit it was went good. Down. We that's had where, it, it was. That's where mistakes were made and babies were created. Yeah. Okay. Ill- illegitimate babies. Illegitimate babies at Christmas parties. So yeah. So but the cool thing is tomorrow mm-hmm. is the my company's like actual luncheon where from like. 12 p.m. to like 2, we're just not doing anything. And food You're is, going to a second party? No, food is being brought in, ordered by the company. You have two Christmas parties? For everybody. Yeah, one for the department, and now there's going to be one by the oh. company. Oh! Yeah. So you had just like, it was just your group of people. So everyone yeah. else was working still, and you guys oh, yeah. just... We didn't do oh, shit. Oh, that's weird. What do you mean it's weird? I never heard of that. It's great, man. I mean, go for it. Why not? And you'll probably get to go home early on top of it. Well, because our yeah, we're gonna probably because our uh, company has uh, distinct areas. But was it the whole floor? From no, no, no. Yesterday, I mean today. Today, no, no. Oh. There's only about uh, that's weird. So people are walking people. by and they're like, uh, "America." Well, no, we were in the big conference room, so we, we were closed off from everybody. We were having a good time. They put on some music. You know, we were all laughing. One guy got the itis right in front of us. Got like, the itis? It was Joe, the guy who brought the mashed potatoes. He's talking, and I just see him like looking at the wall <laughs> with his eyes. I'm like, Joe, you fucking all right, man? <laughs> he's like, he's a Filipino kid. He's really, he's really cool. <laughs> he brings fucking mashed potatoes. <laughs> I was like, why didn't you bring like some Filipino food? I don't even know what Filipino food is. It's like noodles and like <laughs> tamarind. <laughs> tamarind? What the fuck is tamarind? It's like orange rind. Like spice, it's weird. Uh, okay. It's it, 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 it's kind of. Let me see. Have you ever had tamarind sauce? I don't know. Think of the sauce that. No, that's tempura. I don't know. It's it's Asian in variety. You know what I was watching? What videos of Kabuki theater? Why were you watching? <laughs> so in the news right now, a lot of the word Kabuki is being thrown around because things that are being for what show. What is and Kabuki? Stuff. Okay. It's pretty fucking intense. What right? is it? So it's Japanese theater. Okay. All right. Where um, it, it's actually kind of uh, interesting because, of course, this is ancient type. Uh, not ancient, of course. But uh, you're looking at in the, like, 600s to, like, the year, like, 1700. This was, like, the main form of entertainment for a lot of people in Japan. Okay. Okay. So what what am I getting into here? What they, they wear very elaborate makeup. Okay. And they have extremely distinct motions and actions that kind of um, emulate almost like a movie close-up of someone's face. There's actual distinct motions in the in the kabuki that are <laughs> That's a funny word. that are highlighted in order for them to to like they'll take a specific if they're emulating like a a mytho- mythological god so to speak they will put themselves in the stance that is artistically expressed usually for that god. And okay. then they'll then they'll put they'll motion their hands in a certain way to draw attention to their face, and then they'll like roll their head around, and like do something with their eyes so that you focus in on their eyes. <laughs> While they're doing that, someone like is ducked underneath like their garb and brings it up in a certain vi- like position where it looks like that the the character of this person is now this very large 
object in on the stage. It's actually very, very intricate and, you just and started, interesting. You just began watching this stuff. Because everyone kept saying Kabuki, and I knew about this Japanese... You ever hear, like, the guy who's like... Like it's just it's very elaborate in the in the motions and the and the acting. Like the face paint all has like different meanings. Like red face paint means that that character is just and good. Blue face paint means evil. And if there's brown face paint, they're considered like A supernatural. Oh. Wow. <laughs> Didn't think it had any Another fun fact is the Shogunate at the time where Kabuki first started coming around uh-huh. um, declared that no women can be. Women are forbidden from are forbidden. Kabuki. And to this day, there's no women in Kabuki. Oh, my God. So there are men. Male Kabuki. They're male actors. They have a weird name. It's called, like, Naguja Malagite, which is kind of Portuguese Amer- towards the end. <laughs> I think I went a little Native American there, too. That was actually... That was, like, Japanese and, like, one-eighth mighty Choctaw. But um, uh, there are men that specialize as playing women in the Kabuki theater, hmm. which has nothing to do with Christmas. Or holiday parties. Yeah, I, I branched off. On Why did you kabuki. bring up Kabuki? I'm just because I, mean, I just it, why I was watching it last night. It was fascinating. I think you would. I think you would. I'm gonna go home you, and just watch Kabuki all night. You should. You should get undressed. I'm gonna watch to new be kabuki. completely naked. Yeah, I think that's the best option. Watch Kabuki. Yeah, and get yourself. You know, just, you in know, the mood. In, no, no, I'm for just, Kabuki. I'm telling you to get in the mood for Kabuki. I'm just telling you to you know sit down and maybe try to like. Explore, explore your body, <laughs> Kabuki with Kabuki, and with that, ladies and gentlemen. Oh God! Three beers in here endorses exploring your body with Kabuki, and we do hope to hear from you to to hear from you next week. <laughs> no, we hope we hope you have a great week, everybody, and we hope to uh, we hope to be back. No one has a heart attack. We'll see you next time. You want to say goodbye, Rob? Goodbye, everybody. I'm going to go watch some kabuki now. Explore your body. Like, just get oils and rub them.